Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight my friends and I are playing Cult's Divinity Lost. I am your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Oakwood Heights. It contains violence and disturbing disturbing things, so be warned. It was written by Petronalo, and it can be found in Taroticum and Other Tales. Uh, you can find it on the Cult website as a free-to-play scenario. I'm the Game Master, and this is the second version. I did the first version last week. Why so many times? Because I need to practice, so don't be surprised if I do it again. That being said, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> it's Tuesday, November 17th, 2015. Detroit, Michigan, a city in decay, desolate houses, dilapidated city blocks, and rusting industries all covered in dirty, snowy grit, pounded by chilling rain and whipped by icy winds off the Great Lakes. Formerly the hub of North America's auto industry, the city is now in serious decline. The population has dwindled from 2 million to 700,000 in only a few decades. In the central regions, there are empty and abandoned skyscrapers. In the surrounding areas, many of the, ho many of the houses lie desolate. Entire neighborhoods have been swallowed up in urban decay, left forgotten and fallow. On the streets, the gangs hold sway over the urban jungle, while those living in the gutter try to suppress their misery through drugs and alcohol. Pockets of hope remain, but they are few and far between. Located in southwestern Detroit, Oakwood Heights is a suburb of detached houses. As it lies right next to factories and industries, it is one of the most polluted areas in Detroit. The neighborhood is run down and in rapid decline, which has been accelerated by recent buyouts of homes. The Livernoy Police Station is a dilapidated building in central Detroit. There's not much funding for the area and the station barely functions. It's 2 p.m. and you are gathered in one of the conference rooms as Lieutenant Mackie Pierce steps up to the podium to run through the day's planned activities. <clears throat> Listen up, folks. We have a lot going on. First, I want to thank all of you for being here this afternoon. We are all anxious to get these matters settled, and we are hoping that our efforts here today will yield some fruit. I am, of course, talking about the case of Mr. Franklin Mills, who is currently being incarcerated at the Detroit Detention Center and has been there since August 22nd. Among several minor charges, he is accused of kidnapping, torture, and four counts of first-degree murder, including that of a police officer. The forensic evidence is strong and there are numerous witnesses. Uh, this should be an open and shut case. However, the accused himself maintains that he doesn't remember anything that happened during the commission of the crimes. According to the Forensic Psychiatric Review, as well as his polygraph test, Mills appears to be telling the truth, at least in his own mind. Also, there are certain discrepancies around Mills' activities, uh, and one of the victims remains missing, uh, William Bedford, aged nine. There's also evidence of another as yet unidentified party. As such, uh, Prosecutor Joshua Katz uh, has requested Mills be temporarily removed from custody and be allowed to revisit the two crime scenes to hopefully reawaken his memories 
and provide clues as to where William's body may be located. I should clarify that all of the evidence for these crimes has been collected and the crime scenes are no longer secure. The purpose of today's excursion is to see if we can jog Mr. Mills' memory. Uh, we have with us uh, the state psychologist responsible for Mr. Mills, Dr. Catlin DeHamry, who will be uh, assisting us today. I've also asked the lead detective, Felicia Jenner, to be here as well as Officer Kostroff as they are directly involved in the case. Um, before we go over the case, do I have any comments or questions from you? Fine. All right, we won't go over this entire thing. I'll just give a quick rundown of some of the things that have occurred. Uh, Mr. Franklin Mills uh, went to the home of Mr. Colin Thomas and uh, accosted him, tied him up, stole his car and some money and went to a hardware store where he purchased nails, knives, hammers and various other things. He then drove to the house that he was born and raised in, uh, which is now owned by the Bedfords. Um, he broke in through the back door. He uh, tied up the boy, William. He uh, then uh, beat and uh, dragged the babysitter to the upstairs bathroom and drowned her in the tub. Uh, he then proceeded to uh, violently torture the family pet, um, ultimately chopping it into pieces. He then gathered together most of William's toys and burned them in the living room. He then forced William to call a neighbor um, one of his friends, uh, Sonara, what's her name? Sonara Nadell. Uh, and when she arrived, uh, Mr. Franklin then, uh, Mr. Mills then uh, took her, uh, tied her up, took her to the upstairs the closet, uh, the wardrobe, uh, and taped her nose and mouth closed. Uh, so that she suffocated. Um, he then left uh, the house, uh, leaving William also tied up in the closet. And uh, he proceeded to the, the, the place where his mother worked. I'm sorry, I did forget something. Uh, his father came home during this process, uh, Ryan Bedford. And uh, he was struck over the head with a crowbar. He was tied up, uh, stripped naked, uh, and his feet were nailed to the floor in the uh, kitchen dining room. And uh, he was then uh, lacerated with a butcher knife um, uh, in the femoral artery and he bled to death on the floor. He then, uh, Mr. Mills then went to pick up the mother uh, who he uh, managed to accost in the parking lot, knock her unconscious and bring her home. In the meantime, a neighbor noticing something was going on over at the house called the police. Uh, Officer uh, Kostrop responded. Uh, he, he saw that something was amiss in the house. Uh, he called for backup and went inside. He found uh, Mr. Bedford uh, 
already dead in the living room and he heard uh, William crying from upstairs. He went upstairs, uh, he rescued the boy from the closet. And in, while that was going on, uh, Franklin Mills returned to the house. Uh, when he did so, he hid downstairs. And uh, when Officer Kostrov and the boy came down the stairs, uh, he, Officer Kostrov was struck over the head with the, uh, the same crowbar. Mr. Milson piled everybody into the car and he drove to Zug Island uh, to an abandoned uh, oil tanker. Uh, he took them all on board and down into the engine room. And that's uh, at that's this point, uh, the police have been called. The police have been alerted by Mr. Colin Thomas, who had finally escaped from his bonds. Uh, officer, uh, Detective Felicia Jenner uh, and her partner, uh, Clark Glover, responded. They went to, uh, they started following up leads and they finally ended up on Zug Island, not knowing at the moment that that was the location of uh, Franklin Mills. Uh, they saw his car uh, or the stolen car. They went on board, they called for backup. And uh, while making their way into the ship, uh, officer Clark Glover was shot and killed. Uh, ultimately, uh, uh, Detective Jenner managed to get into the uh, engine room where she found uh, Officer Kostrov handcuffed to a piece of machinery. Uh, the mother, uh, uh, Lisa, uh, let's see, what's her name? Uh, Janice Bedford, uh, she was ritualistically chopped into pieces. And uh, Mr. Franklin Mills was uh, lying on the floor catatonic. Um, a search was made for the boy, uh, but he could not be found. Dogs were brought in. Uh, dogs were unable to find due to the smell of, of machine oil and fuel and rust. Um, and that's where he was incarcerated. Now he's claiming that he doesn't remember any of it. Do we have any questions? Any discrepancies, any disagreements. Uh, I, be I believe in uh, Officer Kostrov's report. He believed that there may have been somebody else there involved. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it kind of been, been, been just him. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, just re, reliving. Speaking through that, Costanza. I just need a minute. I'm sorry. Officer Kostrov is currently on administrative leave um, until he can be assessed. But we're hoping that by uh, what, what we're going to do today is um, uh, the four of you are going to revisit the two locations along with Mr. Franklin Mills, who will be brought from the penitentiary. Uh, he is um, uh, going to be accompanied by an officer, correctional officer. So you should be able to, uh, they should be arriving at the, uh, the home 
approximately three o'clock. That gives you a little bit of time. Uh, and then uh, after you have finished there, you'll go to the uh, derelict uh, ship on Zug Island. You should be done by 6.30, at which time Mr. Mills can be returned to the uh, penitentiary. It all seems quite straightforward. Yeah. So has Mills indicated that there was a second person there? I, I know he has all continually uh, insisted that he doesn't remember any of this, but has he given any indication of this? Well, I, uh, I'm not sure if uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. DeHamry can answer that better. As far as I know, he doesn't remember any of the incidents of that day. Um, and he seems he's he's had a complete psychotic break. He's living in a, a delusional half world. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Go on. I I have nothing left. If uh, if you have questions, you can ask them. Otherwise, we can send you off. I think it'd be all beneficial if we just got this over and done with. So. Uh... Get a bit of closure, maybe, or whatever. This is meant to do. Well, it's very, it's very likely. I mean, as I say, all the forensic evidence is in. There's no doubt whatsoever that Mr. Mills did all of this. Uh, it's just a matter of if we can get him to remember, and uh, he's either going to end up in the penitentiary for his life, or he is going to end up in a psychiatric ward. There's a needle in the arm, if you ask me. Look, when, when it comes down to it, this is an open and shut case. You know, we, you know, this is going to be very easy for us to, for me to prosecute him, to, you know, put him in jail or for the rest of his life or, um, you know, or, you know, death penalty, whatever we have. However, you know, this is just going to be icing on the cake. It's going to look good for the police department. It's going to, it's going to make the community feel better. And so that's really why we're doing this. You know, I apologize, you know, Officer Kostroff, I know this is uh, very traumatic for you, uh, Detective Jenner as well, but uh, I appreciate you going through with this uh, to, to help uh, to do this. It's, it, when it comes down to it, it's about the community. Listen, cats, I don't give two fucks about mills he can fucking rot in prison i don't think he deserves a cushy psychiatric care but i will be damned if william bedford doesn't get a proper burial i agree with you on that and that's what the community wants that you've you've read the the newspapers you've uh you know talked to the reporters and you know that's what everybody wants they want to find uh the bedford boys uh body and that's that's what we're here to do closure there's another reason I wanted to do this proof to myself that I'm still still fit for this, but I need to try and put it behind. And man, uh, what? Just it was a weird. It was weird, and I want to find that boy. Take it easy, Kostroff. We've been through hell. We'll get through it. We'll find William. We'll do right by him. All right. Well, you all have your assignments. Uh, 
get to it. And uh, the lieutenant, so. So the first place we're going to is the Bedford house. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. The uh, current weather is bad outside. It's not terrible. Um, kind of used to it this time of year. Uh, so you're all dressed in you know, overcoats and umbrellas and everything else that you might need. Um, how are you going to get there? I'm assuming I have an unmarked car, detective. Probably your, yeah. Yeah. It's probably your car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think <laughs> the police department can afford to buy everybody cars, <laughs> could barely afford to do the coffee when they're together in the room. I know it's pissed. I'm pretty sure that I would have some some nice car, maybe even a few year old BMW or something like that. That seems reasonable. Probably have a crappy car that barely runs, but that makes do. I have a car. I I don't know what model it is. It's just forgetting from A to B. It's just a car. All right, so you have about an hour to get there. It's it's literally just across town. Uh -huh. I mean, it's not even across town. It's a few blocks. No, ladies, uh, gentlemen, uh, I just need to make a phone call before we uh, do do this. Uh, yeah, I'll be right back. Step out of the room. I'm gonna ring my wife. Wife, uh, Amy. Yeah, Amy. <laughs> Hello, Amy. It's, it's what's, uh, what's what's uh, what's going on today? Uh, I was, you know, I was telling you about we were revisiting. The incident. And yes, are you there? Or are you no, haven't left yet? No, not yet. Uh, I don't know uh, when the case files were being gone over again. It, uh, I guess needed to hear your voice, really. Well, it's 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 pretty horrible. Um, just remember, you have people there who care about you and. You have people at home that care about you. And, you know, I and your son, uh, we're waiting for you when you get home tonight. Yeah, I know. And I, I, another thing, I guess, I know you've been worrying about me recently. I know this phone call doesn't help, but I, I am getting there. And I'm hoping by the end of the day, I might have a little bit more closure. Excellent. Good. Uh, anyway, I, I better go, uh, but I love you, Amy. All right, take care of yourself and we'll see you this evening. Bye. Anything from the rest of you, what would you like to do? I'm gonna head on over to the house. Okay. 
Yeah, I guess we're all done. I'm also going straight there. All right, we'll say that, you know, within 20 minutes, um, you all arrive at the house. Um, uh, one of you parks in the driveway, the, the other three of you park on the street. Uh, you get out, it's, a, it's an ugly house. Um, it's in bad repair. Uh, there is uh, there are weeds growing in the what was once a lawn. Uh, the paint is chipping on the house. Um, it's in a it's in a pretty rough neighborhood. You wonder why anybody would want to live here. And looming up, of course, behind it is a two, it's a two story house. But of course, looming up behind it are these factory towers and uh, and smokestacks billowing, you know, smoke. That a whole, a whole area smells like uh, you know, nasty, oily smell. Um, uh, the curbs and the pavement are kind of stained brownish from all of the pollution. And uh, and as you were standing there, there is no there are no lights on obviously in the house. Uh, and as you are standing there. Um, you look down the street and you see a van approaching. Um, it's a uh, black van. And uh, when it gets within the uh, viewing distance, uh, you look and you can see that there is uh, the words Detroit News written on the side of the van as it pulls up. Uh, there's a dish on the top of the, the van. And right. uh, you see Miss Kate Dixon from the local news getting out of the van. Um, it's raining. She's got an umbrella. Uh, her uh, cameraman's getting out with her. Um, and they're moving in your direction with a un unappreciated smile on their faces. Oh, I'll, I'll handle this. And... Who called the vultures? Uh, I don't know. Pro... Let, let, let me handle this, Josh. He kind of tie up. Prosecutor, Prosecutor Katz. Um, um, glad to see you here. Sources have said that uh, you're planning a tour of the Bedford crime scene uh, yes. with the suspect Franklin Mills. Is this correct? That that is true. Uh, you know, I'm here with the fine uh, police uh, force of Detroit, and the the Wayne County Prosecutor's Office uh, has you know their full support in prosecuting this. We are just doing this to, you know, hopefully find uh, the uh, missing boy's body. Oh, so do you think that William Bedford could still be alive? Probably not, but you know, there's always hope. You know, we, we, as a community, we need to come together. We need to be hopeful of, of these things. You know, it's, it's unlikely, but if, if for nothing else, we want to give the family and the city uh, closure, as much closure as, as we can. Hmm. Um, she looks over your shoulder. Um, aren't you Detective uh, Felicia Jenner? Uh, Detective, um, uh, it was you who originally apprehended Frank Mills. Uh, do you have any comment on this? And she's holding that. The microphone out at you. <clears throat> Fuck off. Jumped right in front of it. What well, what she meant to say was, you know, no comment. You know, we're we're still in the middle of an open investigation and we can't really talk about that too much right now. Well, how how does it feel to face the man that shot your partner? 
<laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have told been before stuck my dick. And and again, what she means is no comment. I cats uh, gives her a like glare. Uh, turns around uh, back to the, the reporter and says, "You know, th- these are obviously you know stressful times for everybody. Uh, we we just want to to get through it. Uh, and you know, again, we, we want to be here for the community. That's that's why we're here." Um, uh, you must be um, the the state psychologist, uh, uh, Mrs. DeHamry. Do you hope this tour of the crime scene will provide you? Doctor De Hamry. Doctor De Hamry, um, do you hope that this crime scene will, uh, this tour of the crime scene, will help provide additional insights into Franklin Mill's psychological profile and uh, why he committed the crimes? The psychiatric assessment of Franklin Mills is an ongoing matter, and as a consequence, it would be professionally. Um, inappropriate of me to discuss it with you any further. Um, About this time, another van pulls up. This one's white, unmarked. And uh, you can see, uh, uh, you can see an officer uh, with uh, penitentiary, the Detroit uh, uh, jail on his uh, uniform. He gets out and opens up the side of the van and uh, Mr. Franklin Mills is inside. He's about 45 to 45 years old. Um, he's dressed in an orange penitentiary overalls. Uh, he has a kilted and quilted jacket on top uh, uh, with a, uh, his, he looks old, frail. I mean, 45, but he's kind of gray. Looks like he's had a hard life. Um, he, uh, he's got handcuffs on, he's got handcuffs and foot cuffs, uh, which restrict his walking to speed him down to short steps. Uh, the officer who is with him is gigantic, uh, uh, a big brute of a man, but only the one officer, uh, is with him. Uh, and of course, as they get out, the, uh, the reporter immediately heads towards them uh, and she starts uh, asking questions, uh, which the officer kind of deflects her and just pulls Mills. Mills looks tired and upset is the way I would describe him as he's pulled towards you, into your group. Uh, the reporter then immediately, you see her sort of touch her ear and she says something to her cameraman and they immediately jump in the van and drive away. So you're there alone with Franklin Mills and the, uh, the officer, in case you wonder, his name is uh, Tank Garrett. Officer Garrett, Mr. Mills, thank you for, for coming. I, Mr. Mills, I presume you know why we're here. You're here because you're framing me for something I didn't do. Look, your lawyer had every opportunity to be here as well. Uh, you, I, I believe uh, you decided not to let him come. Is that, is that correct? 
I, I didn't have any choice in any of this. You guys are, are railroading me into something. You're just doing it because, you know, you need some scapegoat for your whatever nefarious plan you guys are, are talking about. I, I didn't kill anybody. Well, that remains for the, uh, the jury uh, to say for sure. But regardless, we would still like to go through the crime scene, see if anything jogs your memory. Uh, anything along those lines why would it jog my memory i've never been here before in my life you grew up here what do you mean you've never been here that's nonsense i didn't grow up here mm. you kind of uh, kind of give a sidelong glance at uh dr de hammer or de hammer to see how she's reacting to this no i'm not largely impassive either i've expected all of this do you want to try to read a person Sure. Okay. That's what you would do. If you, that's one of your moves. Make sure I'm doing this right. Um, so roll plus intuition. Correct. 15. Oh, very good. Uh, 15, you can ask me two of the questions that are on the do I have to have it directed at a specific person or well, I, I guess I would have been. You're directing it at, at Mills. You're trying okay. to read him. Okay. So, um, so de definitely, is he lying? He doesn't seem to be. Okay. Um, and then am I allowed to kind of get a feeling for what he wishes he was doing? Similar to the fourth question. Yeah, he he. You can tell that he he feels as if his freedom has been taken away from him unjustly. Okay. Um, in fact, you you get the, the feeling that he feel he's he's acting as if he is the victim here. All right. Well, you know, Mr. Mills, I I, I understand that you feel this way, but we're here. Let's go through. If you've never been here before, then it's not going to be an issue, is it? Whatever. Um, all right. Uh, so we're, we're standing in the front yard, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll look at uh, Kostroff and say, uh, Officer Kostroff, can you uh, lead us around back uh, to where you came in? Um, and you know, we can start there. Yeah, I will. Uh... Yeah, just follow, follow right. me. You walk around the back of the house uh, to the back porch. Um, you all immediately notice that the back door of the house is slightly ajar. Does this be like this? I'm sorry, what was your question? My, my question was to, well, Primarily to um, oh. Mr. Katz, should should this be like this? I don't think so. Detective, do you know if the house was sealed? I know it's I'm been a while. Police work of the Detroit PD. True, but as far as I'm aware, it should be closed off. But again, as Jenna said, <laughs> some of the officers are a bit lazy. Old house, you know. Yeah, but I'll, I'll lead the way. 
All right. Okay. So step up onto the porch. You're pretty sure the back door has been forced open. Recently or from, because during the crime it was forced open. Does, or uh, let me, uh, officer or, or detective, does, is this damage new or was this uh, when you arrived on the scene? Can we investigate? Sure. Yeah, okay. I would as well. Just you know, I'm going I'm to give that one to you easier than that. You don't remember it being forced open like this. Okay. No, um, to answer you, Captain, I'm sure Shannon can back me up. It wasn't like one like this, so I can assume this is recent, but could be. No, I agree with that. Could be homelessness, could be anyone. Could be the fucking press trying to swoop in, get some footage. Who knows? But it. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've been getting call, a lot of calls from jobs who are, you know, just completely in this. Uh, think that this is like some holy ground to them or, or something, you know, true murder, true crime enthusiasts. So who knows? But to, well, just be on the safe side, uh, detective, I assume you're carrying. Uh, oh, yeah. Officer uh, Kostroff or Garrett, what would they be carrying? I, I'm not sanctioned to carry. I have I have a baton. That's about it. I, I'm not allowed my gun until I pass uh, my... Uh, Detective Jenner is the only one. I'll, I'll, I'll have it out. But another thing to keep in mind as well, uh, well, I don't obviously don't have the facts and I, I don't really remember, but there could be a second. But this is most likely homelessness. But right. it's worth keeping mind out. Jenna, maybe you should. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go in go first. Ahead. I'll go in first. Cautiously, slowly opening the door, being vigilant, you know, gun at the ready if I need it. All right. So move forward and uh, push open the door. Uh, you can see that a lot of things have been removed from the house. Uh, there's still some furniture, but most of it has been removed, uh, mainly because it's partly evidence. Um, uh, the room doesn't look particularly uh, in a terrible condition, except that the wallpaper, uh, there's, there's wallpaper that's been torn off the walls. Um, you also notice that a lot of leaves and rain and stuff have mm -hmm. sort of blown in uh, the door. And as you step in the door, uh, Franklin Mills goes, no, 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 don't, no, no, no. You have to have to take off your shoes if you go inside. What's the deal, Frankie? You telling me you didn't grow up here now all, the time, all of a sudden you're trying to tell me what to do, like this is your house? You, 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 you'll get in trouble if you go inside and you, you track mud in the house. Who, who will you get in trouble with, Frank? Franklin? What are you asking me for? A little early to be setting up that oh. insanity defense. Jot, jot some notes down in my iPad. I don't, I don't know what you people are talking about. 
I've Mr. never been Mills. in here before. Mr. Right. Mills, I would suggest, unless you have something reasonable to say, keep it shut, please. Officer, the Custer, doctor asked I'd, me a question. I'd, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you left the uh, the psychiatric evaluation of the patient to me. Sorry, Miss DeHamry. Doctor DeHamry. Sorry, Doctor. Well, I'm going in with my shoes on and continuing Same. to be vigilant. Hey, I... cats, if you want, I, let me check for squatters first. I take off my shoes. All right. Kostroff takes off his shoes and puts them on the by the side and enters in his socks. So you step inside. Um, you're, you're stepping into the living room. Uh, directly to your right is the dining room uh, where you can still see a large quantity of blood stain on the floor. This is where uh, Ryan Bedford, the father, was tied up in a chair and murdered. Uh, and then the kitchen is like, it's, it's all like one gigantic room when you, when you look at it. The, the kitchen is, uh, you know, a little uh, forward and to the right. And then there's a hallway going deeper into the house. Um, the wallpaper has been torn off, uh, revealing the old wallpaper underneath. Uh, when uh, Franklin Mills crosses the threshold, he suddenly begins to twitch and shake. And he's like, you need to be quiet or, or mom will hear. And, and you don't want mom, she'll, she'll get mad at you. Doctor, is this normal? Well, normal is a very relative term, Mr. Katz. Um, however, with this patient, no, um, he hasn't displayed this particular behavior before. I think this could be um, situational, but um, I would hope something that might uh, lead to clearing the, the, the emotional or psychological blockage that he's experiencing. Well, Doc, this is kind of your show. So what do you think we should be doing with him? I think initially we should just let him um, experience the, his surroundings and, and then um, prompt him with questioning would be, would be the reasonable course of action, I think. I, I reach into my uh, suit pocket and pull out a little video camera and, and start uh, kind of taping mills so, for evidentiary purposes. So if um, I guess the best way is if I take us all on the tour around what I my movements and then maybe uh, we might get some similar outbursts to what Mills has been showing right now. Bill says to you, prosecutor, uh, uh, I don't know what you're filming all this for. It's not like, uh, you know, I've done anything. Um, you're not going to get away with this. I, I'll find some lawyer that'll help me 
prove that you guys are just trying to frame me or something. It, it's all for your own protection. If we film this, then you then you have the evidence as well. That's the same old fucking bullshit that they, they tell everybody just before they throw them in the penitentiary. The easiest way for you to get out of this is just to be completely honest with us. I've never been anything but honest. By the way, one thing I forgot, in the middle of the living room, you can see the burn places on the carpet where the toys were all burned and they're scorching on the on the ceiling. Um, I, while I'm here, I'm going, I'm just looking around. I'm going to where I would have walked because I had secured the area when I first came here and I'm making sure everything's because police officers should have left everything where it was. So I'm just, you know, keep walking around and um, keep an eye on Mills. Kostrock, as you are surveying the scene, you're, you're staying in those, those front three rooms for now. Um, there's a glint of something in the kitchen that catches your eye. And when you walk in there, there is a large butcher knife sitting on the counter. Uh, it is clean, like it was just recently washed. Hang on. Then I, I will, uh, I'll put on my my glove, my forensic glove, because I sure I'd have some on me. And I'm Probably gonna, not. You're you're not officially working, so sure. you didn't bring all that stuff with you. Uh, the evidence uh, was all collected. I'll have oh, my whatever I have. I'm just gonna maybe find something around. I'm gonna pick it up. I'm not gonna use my hands, but just to double check it. It might look clean, but okay. I'm just. And then I'll shout. You all see Jenna. this, obviously. Jenna? Yeah, what you got? It's especially a, a clean knife. A recently clean knife. Look. That's, I don't, maybe we got some squatters. I don't know. Yeah, the what Lord do you think has... of it? What do you think of it? What? I walk over to uh, Mills and I show it to Mills. Um, do, you, do you know? He looks at it and says, from? why the hell would I? You guys keep asking me questions like I've been here before. I'm going to um, queue a file up on my iPad. And uh, before I do anything with it, I'm, I'm just going to throw a, um, a look to uh, Officer Garrett, that that kind of look that says "get ready," sort of. Okay, yeah, he's international. That's the international sign for "get ready." Get ready, yeah. That. Um, having done that, I'm going to walk up quite quite close to Mills. About two or three feet away. And I'm going to queue up the photograph of Martha Mills. 
and this, show it to him. That's uh, that's his mother. Yes. All right. Uh, you show that to him, and uh, his reaction to it is uh, he tries to bat it out of your hand. So let's see how that would work. Um, let's call it a void horn. Okay. Uh, the 12. Okay, you avoid the worst of it. So he doesn't manage to knock it out of your hand. Um, I think, I, I can't think of anything that would happen to you except that you jump back because you're almost think that he's going to try to hit you in the process. But uh, you have a reaction and the, the guard grabs yes, the hold of yeah, him and pulls him back. I'm, I'm quite happy with the fact there's been a reaction. You don't like this picture, frankly. Picture? I've shown the picture again. Jesus. This picture. I don't know who that is. Why would I know who that is? Tell me about your mother, frankly. I'm not going to tell you about my mother. What the, what the hell is this? A psychology uh, exam? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Just leave my mother out of it. Do I don't remember, remember much about. I don't remember much about my mother. Do you remember where you grew up? No. I was an orphan. Do you remember your father? Father died when I was five. He suddenly starts grabbing his head. He said, it's such a mess in here. If she finds out, we're all going to be in trouble. Where is she, Franklin? She's probably sleeping. And boy, if she gets up, we're going to be in so much trouble. She, she finds us, we're, oh my God, you guys got to be quiet. Where's my sister? She should be home by now. And he looks around. Lisa, are you looking for Lisa? My sister, yeah. She should be home by now. Boy, if she's late. And then suddenly this sort of blank look goes over Mill's face and he's just, he looks like he's back in that mode where he doesn't know really where he is. I'll continue making notes. What are you going to do next? You can hear outside that the rain has gotten stronger. Uh, you can hear it pattering on the roof, uh, pelting the windows. General, I just keep this knife secure with me for now. But uh, I get my only thing right now is I take you upstairs. Okay, so you're gonna go down the hallway. 
before we do having seen the uh crime photos and all that how close does the knife look like to the knife that was used during the crime i'd say it's a it's a good match um, as as we're walking anyway i'll gesture for jen uh, i assume jenna will be close because she has a gun so mm. um jenna uh detective sorry um jenner's fine all right in the as you're walking into the hallway you can see that there are still some framed pictures on the wall none of them are um uh, of uh Franklin Mills family. It's all Bedford's family. Uh, you can see there's even some drawings that have been that have been uh, framed and hung by uh, William. They're kids' drawings, but you know parents do that. Um, uh, Officer Kostrov, this is right about the spot where you were hit when you came around the when you got to the bottom of the stairs and stepped into the hall. He was right there waiting for you and he clobbered you. You actually had William over your shoulder because you were trying to get him out of the house as quickly as possible. Um, at this point, you notice too that there is, um, there is tagging on the wall of the stairs going up. It looks like gang related. Uh, you're not sure what gang. Um, it's that sort of indecipherable, you know, tagging. Mm -hmm. So somebody's definitely been in the house. Yeah, prob uh, there'll be a visible moment when we get to that spot where I, I will pause, just touch the back of my head, and then I will uh, be back into it. And I, uh, so detective, uh, I know squad is gang it looks like that but why such a perfectly clean knife and the busted door if it's gang related then fine that's why there's a busted door but i don't understand the recently clean knife yeah that that one's puzzling to me as well i don't know is, is it a joke did did yeah. someone find out about the events today Cats? Does anyone else? Is um, anyone else meant to know? It's been in the newspaper for for mm. over. It's probably, just it's probably kids daring each other to come in. Mm. The haunted house or something. Is exactly. the wallpaper torn here in the hallway? Mostly in the living room, but yes, there are places where it's torn. Does it look like someone did that with the knife, or just I don't know? Maybe you can't tell. Probably a, a combination of knife. Mm. and just fingers and yeah. um do um it's not quite used to these questions you can do an investigate if you want okay you can do any of these whenever you want to sure. um or rather observe <clears throat> a scene that's probably more sure. appropriate oh. um as long as you know the criterion at the top of each one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is a 13. Okay, so you can ask one question. What are the questions that's on there? Um, what is being hidden from me? I think that 
that what conclusion you would come to from looking at the wallpaper and stuff is that Franklin might have been trying to remove the new wallpaper to get back to the old wallpaper mm. when he lived mm. here. Hey, Frank, this wallpaper look familiar? No. Why, why do you keep asking me things like that? I've never been in here before. Because you grew up here, you fucking spoon. If you would answer the doc's questions, might be easier to get off on this little insanity plea that you seem to be trying to sell us on. I didn't grow up anywhere near here. Right. All right. All right. So you guys said you were going to go up the stairs. Yes. Technically, the way. At the top of the stairs, um, there is a sitting room to your left. Uh, there is a bathroom to your right and there is a door into the master bedroom uh, where the sitting room uh, is uh, which where, where did you, which way do you want to go first I mean the bathroom's um, right there that's a scene all right I'm gonna, st I'm gonna start videoing at this point yeah okay. I'll let the doc make the call she's the one trying to get an eval here I should also mention that there are some strong, musky, musty smells coming from up here. Um, the house itself smells. Um, mm. It's it's had moisture in it now for a couple of months. It's uh, cold. Uh, by the way, I didn't mention this, but there is no electricity. So uh, and it's it's daytime, so you can still see, but. If you've got, you guys probably have flashlights if you need to shine into any of the corners or whatever as you go. Um, okay, so there's a smell coming from up here. Which which way did you want to go? Which room? I'm, I'm quite happy to, to uh, investigate the bathroom first if that's what bathroom. detective prefers. Well, that's okay. where I discovered the body. Uh, All right. So. so you step towards the bathroom and uh, you open the door. Uh, definitely there is a strong smell coming from the bathroom. Uh, it smells oddly like um, motor oil, like burnt old engine oil. Um, you look in, the, the, the bathroom is damaged. Uh, the, the, a lot of the tiles have been broken. Um, the toilet itself is empty of water. And the tub is completely surrounded by the uh, shower curtain uh, closed off from view. Any blackening and evidence or evidence of a fire in here? No. Any of this looking familiar, uh, Mills? Still no? No. Are you sure, Mills? Maybe we should get him a bit closer in. I think that you people have, maybe you've been duped. Maybe somebody set me up to make it look like I've done something. Look, we, enough, all right? E enough with this. You know, 
we, we have witnesses placing you here. Detective, uh, or I'm sorry, Officer uh, Kostrov was assaulted by you here. The, the boy and he were taken from here as well as uh, the boy's mother. You, you can't tell me that you don't recognize this bathroom. You lived here. You grew up here. We have records showing that. Come on, Mills. I mean, Cat steps into the bathroom, kind of swinging his arm. So you can't, you can't tell me you can't recognize this. You, you probably took baths in here when you were a kid. And he kind of rips open the, the shower curtain. Uh, as you know, did you tell me you don't recognize any of this? Rip open the bathtub, the shower curtain. The bathtub is almost brimming to the top with nasty black water uh, with oil all over the top of it. Cat step, takes a step back. Oh my God, what, what is going on here? What the... Um, I'd like to make, um, I'd like to read Franklin Mills at this point, please. Okay. To see how he reacts to this situation. Oh, wow. That's, um, with, with the plus three, that's a, that's a 20. Very nice. So I rolled a 17. So you can ask me two of the questions as relates to his reactions. Well, I think the first question is, is obviously, um, how's he feeling about this right now? How is he reacting to what's happening in this room? You're a psychologist. You can, you can see very subtle things in him. He is extremely confused. Um, and he seems to be... There, there are moments when he seems to be flipping from sheer terror to um, confusion about why he's been brought here. Uh, and the frequency of this play across his face is becoming more and more uh, frequent. Um, as if he's trying to deny something to himself. Uh, and at the same time, trying to remember. But so far, this denial is winning. Something horrible, horrible happened to him. And he's blocking it with all of his might. How, how could I get through that block? Probably, probably as you progress with the tour, especially maybe when you get to Zug Island, it might break all the way down because it's definitely started. He hasn't exhibited any of this until he got to the house. Mm. So the house is very clearly having an effect on him. Oh yeah. And it seems to be the deeper you've gone into the house, the worse it's getting. Okay. I'm gonna look a little closer at the, the bathtub. Is it just like oily black water? Does it look you like there's anything in it? You can't see the bottom, but as you are looking down at it, you don't know if you disturbed it or not. But as you're staring there for just a moment, it almost looks like something ripples under the surface. Yeah, um, Katz is going to take a step back from it even farther, kind of disgusted. 
Kostrov's going to observe the situation of the bathroom because he was here originally and he Okay. The black black oil is a string. Roll plus your perception. Yeah. 16, 17. Very good. Um, you can ask two questions. Um, what seems strange about this? <laughs> the black water <laughs> in the tub. What seems, um, what seems especially strange is it doesn't seem like just dirty, stagnant water. Um, it seems like it seems much nastier than that. Uh, almost like somebody poured um, fuel oil into the water. There are traces of dried blood on the floor from where he would have dragged the uh, babysitter up here and then he drowned her in that tub. But uh, uh, they would have drained that tub. Yeah, would have. And the only other one uh, was being hit. Well, is there anything being hidden from me by my two occasions being here? Something bothers you about that bathtub full of spooky black water. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna get caps is backed away. I'm gonna walk towards it. Uh, I'm gonna look ar uh, around it, see if there's, any, see if there's anything odd about the bathtub. Feel around it, and I'm gonna push on it to try and ripple it more. Just to... well, if you if you vibrate the tub at all, there is of course ripples from there yeah. vibrating. Uh, you do notice one thing though. This is the kind of tub that has a plug. Uh, and the plug is on a chain, and the chain is broken. So okay. the plug is down inside there, plugging the water. The only way to get it. <laughs> and so it looks really is... nasty. Yeah. Does. Oh, man. What the? Who who would even do this? Uh... Why would a gang, if gang, if a gang group have been here, why fill this with oil? What's the purpose? Kids Surely playing would... pranks. What? A, it, maybe it's kids playing pranks, Kostroff. You know that the everyone knows the babysitter got murdered in the bathtub. Some older teenager comes in here, fucks around, puts stuff in the bathtub, and then dares all of his buddies to come in here and freaks him out. I is, wouldn't even worry about it. Is anyone opposed to me just pulling the plug and letting this train out? If okay. you want to reach your hand in there, be my guest. Yeah, that looks disgusting, Koshov. I wouldn't be touching it. There's, there's got to be. I mean, if it's really, if you really want to, I'm sure that there's like a, I don't know, a stick around here or something you could yeah, use or just, or you know, something. But yeah, I. Mills yeah. doesn't recognize any of this. I don't think it's necessary to, yeah. whatever the hell we're doing here. Does I'm assume I'm assuming the oil smells does it yeah. smell it's done nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I won't unplug it, but uh, I don't fancy sticking my hand down there. Um but can we close the tug? Uh 
Do we just leave and close the door behind and not come in this room again? Sure. Remy. All right. So you're back in the in the hallway. Uh, there's nothing in this direction. You can step into the sitting room. Um, it's in bad condition. You know, it's uh, the whole house might have at some point a long time ago been quite nice, but that hasn't been for decades. Um, as you as you move into the sitting room, uh, Miles Mills, um, he becomes uh, a little more agitated. And as he looks around, he's like, oh boy, this place is a mess. Mom's gonna flip. And then he's back to looking confused or like something's wrong. Something like, like he looks like a victim. It's hard to tell. He doesn't seem to be acting, seems to be flipping personalities maybe. Doc, Doc, uh, Caps, kind of had enough of him just flipping it now. I've got a thing that, let's just take him to the wardrobe. I know that's significant to him and significant to that poor girl, but Maybe that will trigger. It's the most All right. brutal thing a young Yeah, I, I would agree with the officer. All right, lead the way. Okay, so I'm sorry, where are you going? The wardrobe in the main bedroom. Okay. So you open up the, the wardrobe. I mean, you open up the, the, the room, the bedroom. Uh, the bedroom's cold. It's... Uh, Damage. There is a bed, um, and it looks like it looks like somebody's recently slept in the bed. On the other side of the room are the doors to the wardrobe, and when Miles Mills, not Miles Mills, uh, gets to the door, uh, he suddenly tries to block it so that he doesn't go into the room. What's wrong, Franklin? It's that, uh, well, I don't want to go in there. Why not? I, I don't know. I don't want to go in there. You've, you, you said you've never been here before. I mean, why? I don't know what you people are going to do to me. We're not going to do anything to you. Well, then why do I have to go in? because we just want you to look around. I mean, if, you have, um, if you've no connection with this house and, and you're innocent, then, then why, why would you have a problem just walking into this room? The, um, What's wrong? Uh, the uh, guard who's got a hold of him. Uh, you guys haven't really paid that close attention to the problem. Um, now that you look, the guard suddenly seems to sort of come to and say, uh, come on, Mills, we're pushing you into the room uh, and forces him in. You realize that just before that, uh, the guard has an earphone in 
and he's got his phone in his hand and he's looks like he's been listening to music while you guys have been, you know, as long as he's got a hold of him, he like doesn't give a shit about what you guys are doing. So maybe he's a little neglectful as a guard, but he shoves Mills into the room and Mills, Mills starts shaking and he immediately, he's staring at the wardrobe. Mr. Mill, you recognize it, don't you? No, no. Why? Why are you? Why? Why are you pulling me in here? Uh, I just want you to look around. I, 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 I want to go back to the penitentiary. In, in due course, you will soon. Is the wardrobe open or closed? Closed. Before we, before I, I'm good. Kostov's going to open the wardrobe, but before it does, he, Doc, I just want to say something to Mr. Mills. I know you're doing your spiel with him, and, but uh, Mr. Mills, I'm the only one here who's taken my shoes off. I'm the only one actually listening to you, so just if you're honest with Anyone, you can be honest with me. I'm actually listening and see, and I can understand why you wouldn't want to be in here. I assume this is where your mother slept and you don't want to wake her, so we will be quiet. We'll all be very quiet. Um, Officer Kostrov, uh, Mr. Mills, uh, suddenly turns and he looks you in the face uh, with what seems to be a great deal of animosity. And as he does this, your phone rings. It buzzes. And the rest of you suddenly notice uh, Officer Kostrup grab his head and um, look shaken and horrified by what he sees on his phone. I, I drop it. And Everything all right? Ice. And he's leaning backwards. <laughs> I stumble back because uh, I was near the wardrobe. I, stum I stumble back into the wardrobe. I maybe with back clinging onto it and Closing my eyes and no, 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 no. You need to uh, keep it together. Yeah, of course. Uh, twelve. Um, twelve. It says for twelve, the effort to resist instills a condition. Uh, which remains with you until you have had time to recuperate. Uh, you get a negative one on situations where this condition would be a hindrance to you. Um, I believe you can choose which thing based on what uh, happened. I, I become, I pick, you become scared. He, he okay. is now visibly. He becomes visibly shaking. 
Yeah. Cough drop. What's wrong? Uh, Cough drop. Why don't you go take a walk outside? Clear your head. No. We got this. It's it'll be fine. This is gonna reach down to pick up his phone to hand it to him and glance at the screen as we. No. I'm gonna like holster my weapon and put my like hand on his shoulder. Kostrov. Right. Um, uh, Prosecutor Katz, uh, what you see is a picture. Uh, It's from his wife, Amy. Uh, She's holding his son, Dominic, by the neck. Uh, Her eyes seem really dark and Dominic's face is blurry. Uh, And the text is, come home soon. Your son has been very, a very bad boy. What the... Costro, I think we need to talk after after we're done here. He kind of turns it over so he doesn't have to look at it and hands him the, the phone or at least holds it out to him. He he won't he's his hands, one's on his head, one's trying to cover his ears, and he's um uh, prosecutor cats do a read a person. I'm not actually, I don't know in this mm-hmm. game whether I'm supposed to tell you what to do. <laughs> not, no, but you can. Eight. <laughs> What'd you get? Eight. Oh, okay. Um, it says you accidentally reveal your own intentions to the person you're trying to read. Uh, tell the GM player what these intentions are. Um, well, you can um, do it in the chat if you want. To. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's thinking that you know Kostrov is starting to lose it, and um, he it was probably not a good idea to to bring him along on this. He's obviously having a mental break himself. Okay. Uh, yes, it does seem very much like Kostrov. You get the impression that it wasn't the phone call that bothered him. Tom, much. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've been working with, with uh, Kostrov's evaluation. Correct. So I assume I have his uh, home address. I'd say that's probably true. Um, I'm going to um, surreptitiously uh, use my smartphone to uh, make sure that in addition to his home address, I also have the uh, phone number of Child Protective Services. You, of course you would. Okay. All right, so once again, you're all standing there in the room. Kostrov seems to have backed off uh, he's disturbed by something. Do you need to go take a walk outside? Look, do you want you want something? On the job. Like that stops anyone. Go, go take a walk. Clear your head. Go, Kostov, go downstairs. We'll 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 handle the rest of this and. 
with that mm. look over at mills look over at the wardrobe and say well mills you want to see what's in it no no don't open the, the wardrobe why because she's in there and she'll get out you don't want to let her out if mom finds out oh my god she says don't she's probably right behind the door don't open it Cass is just going to go up and he starts to immediately struggle when you do that um the guard stops listening to his music for a moment he's trying to restrain him Kostov also put himself in because he was back he backed up into the wardrobe to wardrobe door so he is still basically blocking the wardrobe doors not intentionally but Kostrov, go downstairs you're at this point it you're you're starting to uh jenner can you please yes yeah i'm gonna like grab kostroff by the arm and start pulling him away um i don't know if that's that's a role or not uh, i mean are you gonna uh, resist no he he is he's too trying to block out come on come on come on um all right so you're you're going to open the doors of the wardrobe. Yes. Um, Mills continues to plead, don't open the doors. But when you open the doors and they swing open, there's nothing inside. It's an empty closet. Um, This is where the little girl uh, was was tied up and uh, suffocated. Uh, but there's nothing inside. But Mills's reaction to you opening the door is he starts to sort of stumble uh, a little bit in your direction. Um, the guards sort of restraining him, but he's sort of he's putting out his hand uh, towards you, uh, uh, Prosecutor Katz, uh, like like he needs you to help steady him, or he's going to fall. Actually, he's got chains on, so he's like this. I, I guess out of instinct, then I would, you know, I, I guess reach out and you know steady him or what, what, whatever what would be needed. Right. When you touch him, and you're barely touching him, you suddenly get a strong aroma coming out of the wardrobe. It smells like old cheap wine and cigarettes. Um, it, it almost fills your, your nose. And Mills looks up into your face and he says, I, I know what it's like to want to kill your mother. Cat takes that, pushes him back, looks up and says, you're crazy. Whatever. He you can do it, keep it together. <laughs> Twelve. All right. Um, you two are a little shaken uh, by what he says. Um, if you look on the keep it together, you can choose one of those to be affected. 
Uh, I, I think angry. Um, Cat Cat's just immediately gets kind of you know pissed off. Okay. Uh, kind of you know pushes his hands down uh, and kind of walks to the other side of the room, kind of muttering to, to himself. Now, if you look on your character sheet, uh, you'll see your stability. Mm -hmm. um, I should have probably mentioned this at the beginning, but some of you already have some ticks. They're blacked out. Um, so when you lose one stability, you take the next one down the list. Okay. Um, so once again, you all see suddenly Prosecutor Joshua Katz become agitated. Um, and Jesus, what is with everyone today? God. And uh, Mills is quiet, but he's sort of shaking and he seems to almost be on the verge of catatonia again. Like he's I'm going to um, make uh, a concerted effort to remain out of his, uh, out of Mill's arm's length, arm's reach. Um, um, and I'm going to uh, once again use my iPad. And okay. this time I'm going to show him the photograph of Lisa Mills. All right. Um, let's see. And I believe this is a psychological technique known as flooding. Uh, let's, I uh, should have done this before, but this is influence others. You're trying okay. to influence them. Charisma. Um, that's 11. Influence others, 11. Uh, choose one option from below. Uh, that's, I thought that was a good, oh, here we go. This doesn't make any sense. Um, does, does what I ask that the GM chooses one of the conditions? I see, okay. Um, uh, he looks up at the picture and he says, Lisa, that's, that's, that's my sister. She's not home yet. I don't know where she is. She's, where is she? Where is she? Uh, Detective Jenner, you do see something in the back of the closet. Um, small. It's lying on the floor. Um, it's kind of shiny. It's kind of roundish, like the size of a potato. Um, you, you step in there to, to, to pick it up and you realize it's a small pink shoe, like a little girl's shoe. Mm. I guess maybe Soraya's shoe. Guess they missed this in evidence pickup. Hmm. Oh. It, it, something it. in you stirs a little bit. 
and you get the strong impression that you really should look out the window in this room to the street below. Yeah, I will. You look down and there is a little girl dressed in pink. Um, she's missing a shoe. Uh, she's standing there in the rain, except that you kind of recognize her. Um, you are pretty sure that it is um, Lydia Gibbs. I'm going to drop the shoe. Fuck. Um, keep it you together. You can keep it together. <laughs> just 10. So um, I will become guilt ridden. Okay. Which means you'll probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. You're all a bit shaken at this point, um, except maybe for uh, Dr. DeHamry. Cross um, will come back in the room. So you're uh, you're looking around though, Doctor, uh, at everybody else, and they all seem to have been bothered by something, as if their own memories had been shaken by something in this room. Well, that's, that's understandable. You know. Not only is it a stressful situation, but, you know, I mean, these are people who work in law enforcement. They're highly stressed. And um, often lacking in social skills. It's to be expected. You, um, you've been in the house now maybe for an hour. Uh, and the, you've cleared it. I mean, you've, you've cleared all the rooms that you were going to go into. Franklin, do you remember anything about Lisa and the wardrobe? He starts looking around and he says, his voice becomes childlike. He says, Mom, used to put us in there when we were bad and make us wait for the devil to come. Well, your mother thought Lisa was very bad. We, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. She, she's here somewhere. She's waiting for us. She left Lisa in that wardrobe until Lisa starved to death, Franklin. Who's Who's, who's Lisa? Why are we still here? Haven't you people had enough? We're trying to help you, Franklin. We're trying to help you remember. You're not trying to help anybody. You don't think I know? You're supposed to help people. You're supposed to help people. You're a doctor, but you don't help people. You're not helping people at all. And uh, doctor, your phone also buzzes. It's a text message. 
we need to, why don't you people get this over with and get me back to the penitentiary? I'm tired of your goofing around. Well, we've got one more place to go, Mills. You know that. Well, Doc, unless you object, I think we should just get the fuck out of here and go to Zuck Island. Yes, that would, it would seem that we've exhausted our, our leads here. Uh, Officer Garrett, can you take Mills back to the uh, van, please? Sure. Uh, what? Okay. Where to next? Zug um, Island. We're going to go to Zug Island. Just hold on a minute. Um, give us a second to talk. Um, when when he uh, kind of leaves the room and we can hear him at least get to the downstairs, uh, I'm going to say, Doctor, it, it, is this working? Is this doing anything? I think I've, I've seen elements in his behavior since bringing him into this house that I definitely haven't seen previously in his uh, in, in studying him. Um, I get the feeling that he's quite close to a breakthrough. It, it definitely seems to me as though um, his uh, his real memories, his real persona is trying to fight through the, the delusion and, and come to the surface. Um, on a side note, Officer Kostroff, you, you've said um, repeatedly, both on, on record and, and in our sessions with each other, that you think there was someone else present on the ship? Yeah, the, 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 yeah. I, uh, what what do the other two of you think about that? I mean, do you think that's that's viable that he had an accomplice? Because um, I'm starting to think that the signs are pointing towards it. I wanted to wanted to explain to. Why this place is how it is. The bath. We could say it the gang related, but he's acting strange. A freshly clean knife, door busted in. Gang rel. It might not even be gang related. You know, it's sometimes gibberish. He got a slept a recently slept in bed. That- Which can all be explained by some either kids or the homeless breaking in or anything like that. Something logical i haven't seen any evidence that uh that points to a a second person at, at this really I, we, we've seen but you've seen in the course of this uh the, the investigation of this house you've seen two occurrences of um cats essentially being able to uh, queue up phone messages being sent to unnerved people who were questioning him that, that doesn't strike you as, as in any way suspicious? Possibly. I mean... Listen, Doc. I mean, in, my, in, my, in my estimation, I'm, of course, not a detective, but in my estimation, it would seem that that knife and the, uh, the way in which the bathroom was dressed, that, that was done deliberately to, to unnerve or intimidate people. And that, that would strike, to be, strike me as there being an accomplice. There is no evidence to support that. And excuse me, Officer Kostroff, but he received a traumatic brain injury, was passed out for a very lengthy period of time. It, it, who knows? It, it's hallucination. You're a doctor. 
you know, the effects of traumatic brain injuries. And on top of all that, I'm sure officer Kostroff is guilt ridden over everything that's happened. We lost an officer in the course of all of this. I think that what the second person was a hallucination of some kind. I do not think there was an accomplice. Well, it's quite possible that the second person is is simply um, perhaps Mill's uh, suppressed personality. He's definitely repressing um, some form of childhood trauma. That's that's apparent. Something happened. Something very unpleasant happened to him in this house. I think that. My, my own theory at the moment is that, that when he conducted those murders, he was uh, re repeating some trauma that had occurred to him or attempting to deal with some sort of trauma that had dealt with him. Dealt with him. Um, but uh, that's, you know, it's a matter for long-term investigation. So he, he needs to be under long-term psychiatric evaluation, as I've said all along. For for the record, Janet, yeah, I might have been hidden ahead, but I was conscious for some of the time there. All right, Kostroff, all right, all right. And with that, I'm checking my phone again, and after, now that... I'm a little bit, well, I'm still shaking, but I'm going to leave a room and bring my wife again. Okay. Um, so you, where you step into the sitting room? Yeah. All right. Um, you ring your wife. There's no answer. I ring again. Um, there's no answer. Uh, um, is it safe to say that I may have the number of the next door neighbor or whatever? Where? Or at least... In 2015, most people don't have <laughs> No, but... <laughs> there it is. Um, Maybe... From... You might have a, a, a relative. Yeah. Like her mom, maybe her mom lives a few blocks away. Yeah, I'll ring. I'll ring. That's who I'll ring. I'll ring anyone who I know who'd be close by. So, we'll say her mother. Okay, uh, you get a hold of her mom. Hello. That was so weird. My phone just fucking vibrated. In my head. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, hi, uh, who's this? It's Aiden. Oh, hi, Aiden. What, what's um, what's up? I can't get a hold of Amy, and uh, I'm a little worried. Uh, she sent uh, me a disturbing uh, text message. Uh, could you go check on her, please? Um, sure, yeah, I'll call you back on this number. Yeah, okay, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. And she hangs up and goes. What do the rest of you want to do? You guys are coming out of the room, I assume. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll just start heading downstairs. Um, wh where's the knife that was in the kitchen? I have well, <laughs> Kostov has the crazy man has it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then um, I, I'm just gonna you know head start heading out to my car. Uh, wait for everybody. Just right. kind of stand by it until everybody else comes out. It's a uh, pretty nasty freezing rain. I'm going to stop over at the neighbors and ask them if they've noticed any squatters, teenagers trying to around the property. All right. Um, if anyone's home. Uh, yeah, you meet uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Jeremy Allen. Uh, mm -hmm. He is the one who called the police mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. night of the murders. Um, he asks you a lot of questions because, of course, he wants to know what's going on. And of course, of course. All of that. Um, he hasn't seen anyone, but then, of course, people like that might come in the middle of the night. Sure. Okay. Well, I'll thank him. He says if he sees anyone, we're locking up the house. If he does see anyone, just give the non-emergency line to the station. Let us know. Okay. He tells you, of course, that half the... the houses in the neighborhood are abandoned so sure. yeah. people break in and see if they can find anything to steal and sell for drugs all right well yeah okay then i'm just gonna head to my car and Same all right so you're in your car everybody gonna get in their car and head towards zug mm -hmm. island mm -hmm. all right um with the the rain and the, the nasty weather it's it's a little bit dangerous driving but you you uh drive into the really industrial area. You're heading towards Sug Island. Uh, you finally cross over uh, 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 the bridge onto the island. Uh, you find a place to park, and there is the derelict uh, ship uh, looming up black uh, in, the, in the night. Uh, the rain is coming down. Uh, you can see, though, behind it, on the other side, there are factories. Uh, there's a coal factory that uh, lets off methane gas, and there's big flames coming out of the top of, looks like a scene from Dante's Inferno uh, as you approach. Uh, the van's just parked ahead of you. Uh, you park all of your cars, and uh, you get out into the mud and slush uh, that's on the ground. There is a gangway uh, going from where you are over to the ship. It looks rickety. It's uh, old. It's metal, but it's rusty. Um, you can see originally it might have been painted yellow, but most of the yellow paint is flecked off, and it's, uh, it's pretty nasty looking. Uh, what would you like to do? They bring Mills out of the car. Okay. Yeah. Does it look familiar, Mills? Where are we? I, I don't know where you've brought me. It's freezing. Mills, cut the crap, please. I've had enough. Just please. Shut up and tell us something useful, not this 
bullshit plumbing. I don't know what I'm supposed to tell you. Are you going to take me over there and murder me or what? Is that what you were going to do to me? I, I don't even know you. Yes, you do. I get right into his face. Yes, I do look into my eyes, Milt. You know me. Um, Franklin, do you, do you remember Colin? Colin? He used to work with Colin. Do you remember Colin? I don't, I don't know anybody named Colin. He worked with Colin here. I, I've never been here. Yeah, you, yeah, this I've whole been. day has been nothing but you people telling me that I've done things and been places. Yeah, you used to... Um, you worked here. You were working on dismantling this ship at one point. Do you remember that? Just because I know how to do that kind of work doesn't mean that I've ever been here. So this, this doesn't mean anything to you, this ship? Why would it? It's well, another it rotten your, old rusty ship. It was your job. That's that's got nothing to do with with anyone getting killed. I mean, there's there's no harm in saying you remember that. I don't remember anything. I don't know why you don't believe me. I what's, took a polygraph test. Polygraph test said that I I'm telling the truth. Yeah, well, polygraph tests. The jury's still out on polygraph tests. Let's say that. I mean, some people, particularly in my field regard them as being about the same validity as, as dowsing. So um, what, what is the, what's the last thing you remember, Franklin? Last thing I remember is you dragging me into that house. And then frightening me and I don't know why we went into that house today. Just sort of led me around and then you put me in a car and you brought me here. And before that, before that and before the prison, what's the last thing you remember before that? I can remember waking up in the hospital. And you had no idea why you were in the hospital? Stop trying to make me remember things. And he starts shaking. I, well, as I was already quite close to Franklin anyway, I didn't back up. I'm getting closer. I, I go to grab him, but I stop myself because I know I shouldn't. Um, uh, Franklin, I don't, I don't give a shit anymore. Is it just you need to for me, you need to tell me what you were doing. What you were, what were you trying to do to me on that ship? Why don't Where you tell them that the it was point? you? Tell them what? Tell them it was you. Tell them it was me what? Tell them it was you. Tell them it was you. You don't honestly know what he's talking about. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, it's freezing out here. Let's at least yeah. go inside where it's where there's no wind. Come on, Mills. You're going to see if you remember any of this. 
So the ship is very big. Um, it's also rusting. It's partly just taken apart. Um, the gangway leads over to the deck um, and uh, there's like uh, the, the back end, you're at the back end of the ship and then you have to go inside and go down. Um, but that gangway doesn't look so safe. Do you guys want to cross it all at the same time or do you want to take turns? Yeah, it might be best to do that one at a time. So who would I, like... I have the weapon. I'll go first. You said we all have flashlights though, right? That's correct. Yeah. All right. So Detective Felicia starts across. Um, there's a lot of groaning and and uh, squeaking of the metal. It's like sounds like it's a distressed metal. Mm -hmm. um, but it it seems stable enough. It doesn't okay. shift or anything like that as you're going. Um, who's next? I guess I'll go next. All right. Uh, Prosecutor Katz, same thing. You managed to get across and you realize as you're about halfway, I mean, you've left the land and you're heading towards the ship. And like I said, it's a fairly tall, it's a fairly large ship. So as you're crossing, you realize that if something shifted or if you went over the edge at this point, you'd fall all the way down into the freezing cold water uh, down below. You're sort of over a chasm and that chasm seems very deep and very black and uh, the gangway seems very slippery uh, but you manage uh, holding on uh, to get across uh, who's next well Mills has to go with the guard though right okay so Mills and the guard cross next uh, and you can see that Mills is putting up some resistance but the guard is like i say he's like built like a refrigerator so he just mm. pushing mills along um and they cross uh and then uh doctor did you see you were going next yes yeah i'll, I'll go straight off the mills All right doc as you start to cross um the feeling that you are crossing over uh it 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 it's something that I don't know. Freud might uh, say it's, it's one of those nightmarish sort of things where you're crossing from the land of the living into this horrible derelict. Uh, and as you look up at the ship, you can see four people, just their shadows, not their shadows, but their silhouettes against the fires of the coal uh, factory across the way. Uh, and they seem to be looking in your direction, though you can't see their facial features. You're pretty sure it's two men and two women. And their silhouettes look just vaguely familiar. Um, you can do a keep it together. Oh dear. Eight. All right. So on an eight. Um, 
A strain is too much for your mind to handle. Um, I think you suddenly freeze on the gangway. And to the rest of you, it looks like the dock might be afraid of heights because uh, she's grabbed a hold of the sidebars and she's holding on. And it looks like she's swaying just a little, like maybe, you know, like somebody who looks like they're they're frozen up and terrified because of the uh, the possible falling into the water. Um, Doc, you can do... Please move. Please. Are you okay? Uh, Ashraf, maybe um, help her up the gangplank? Yeah, I, I will. As much I don't really... Well, Mills and the guard managed to get across them too, so I will... As uh, Officer Kostroff, as you come up behind uh, her, you can see that her knuckles are white. Uh, she's holding on with all of her might to the, the, the gang gangway. Um, and when you touch her, she visibly lurches, uh, quite startled. Um, Doc? She looks, she looks as white as a ghost. Um, but she begins to sort of calm down as she's looking at you. So you, you, Dr. Catlin, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. DeHammer, you, you regain control. We, we need to get across. Oh, I'll cautious, very cautiously edge my way across the, the gangplank. I'll follow. Right. So ultimately you all end up on the deck. It's, uh, it's cold, it's wet. Uh, there is a uh, doorway. Uh, the door has actually been removed. Uh, so you can see where it leads in. Um, uh, Detective Jenner, you've been here before, so you remember most of it. Um, uh, Kostroff, you were here before also, but you don't remember because you were knocked unconscious. Um, you were ultimately taken out so you're you don't remember but um so you're standing there in front of the door what do you guys do it's raining it's wet and um franklin now his his body language has begun to change uh like he's like he's trying to remember and he's trying very hard not to remember something uh but it's not it's not shaking anymore it's 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 odd. You know that you're close to a breakthrough. What do you think, Doc? We take him down? Yes. Yes, yes. I think we... Um... Yes, we need to do that, yes. All right. At this point, if you guys want to take a quick bathroom break, because we've been playing for nearly two hours already, that would right. be handy. All right, I'll be right back too. Five minutes later. So as you pass through this door, um, Miles immediately begins to put up uh, a struggle, uh, like he really doesn't want to go through the door. Uh, the uh, the guard has to uh, uh, sort of uh, put his phone into his pocket. 
and uh, manhandle them, you know, two hands. Um, this, the interior here is old, rusty, um, and you know you've got to go down a couple of flights. Uh, and the deeper you get into it, the more mechanical everything becomes. It, it goes from hallway passages um, to gangways with machinery on the sides above you and down below. The, uh, the, the, the gangways are not straight any longer. They'll go forward a bit, and go down some steps and farther on. And, uh, you can see probably the uh, bits and pieces of machinery. A lot of it has been uh, partly torn out. A lot of uh, the, the electrical uh, circuitry and, and stuff has been torn out. The copper's been torn out. Um, and uh, as you are, are heading down into this uh, labyrinth of uh, places, uh, you're heading towards the, uh, the engine room. And uh, Dr. DeHamry, uh, your phone once again vibrates. And hold on, let me find it. And you get another text message. It simply says that. Uh, uh, Officer Kostroff, you, you start to hear noises like, um, like scratching uh, coming from behind the metal uh, machinery uh, and Detective uh, Chinner, you, you you smell uh, oil and it smells like old burnt fuel and rust and, and mold. It reminds you a great deal of the smell in the bathroom back at the house and. Uh, prosecutor Katz, you don't smell the fuel. You smell wine and cigarettes, and you can't seem to get that smell out of your nose. And all of a sudden, Franklin Mills, uh, he sort of lurches to the side. And when he does, it takes the guard off. It, it, it takes him by surprise. And the guard hits the rail on the gangway. And it's old enough and rusty enough that it, uh, it snaps and it bends. Uh, he loses his balance, uh, but manages to grab a hold of the railing. Um, the entire gangway that you guys are standing on begins to lurch to the side and you can hear it start you can hear the distressed metal starting to give way up ahead of you um 
I'd like you all to do a, an avoid harm. Eleven. Sixteen. Fifteen. Seven, maybe seventeen. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. Um, Seventeen. So, uh, Detective Jenner, you said uh, sixteen? Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. Um, when when the gangway feels like it's starting to go, you, you sort of run forward. Mm -hmm. um, to a place that seems more stable, where you're coming up to where there's another door, okay. uh, and there's there's railings there which you can hold on to. Um, did somebody get a sixteen? I got a seventeen. I, okay, you got a seventeen, um, Officer Kostrup. Since you were last, um, you do something very similar to Jenner, uh, except that you run the other way. You run uh, to the other end of the gangway to where it seems more stable. And you grab a hold of some of the machinery in case the uh, gangway goes. Um, Joshua, what did you get? 11. You got an 11. Uh, you feel part of the gangway snap and it drops a couple of inches. Um, uh, and you, uh, you lose your footing and fall down and almost roll off the gangway into the machinery. Of course, the machinery's not running, but it's, there's sharp metal and stuff. And you, uh, you, you sustain one harm. And uh, Dr. DeHamry. Uh, what I got 13. 13. Uh, the same thing, when the uh, prosecutor Katz falls, and of course the gangway you're standing on also drops a little bit. Uh, you grab a hold of the railing and you swing out. Um, uh, you, you bang against some of the machinery, uh, but you don't fall into it. And after a moment of creaking and groaning, the, the noise stops and you all start to recover and Franklin Mills is gone. Is uh, Garrett still there? Yeah, but he's he's also hanging from the gangway. Where where did Mills go? Where could he have gone? Are we in like a the outside of the ship or? Well, no, you're you're inside the you're inside the okay. machinery. All right. So he could have climbed up the railing. He could have fallen. Okay. He could have ran down another gangway gotcha okay there are a couple of ways he could have gone but he didn't run to the door on your side or on aiden's side okay i'm gonna go further down probably help officer Garrett okay all right so uh, I'm, I'm confused that so when the gangplank or the whatever the gangway gangway it, it, it fell down or kind of broke off. It broke one side of it broke, so it all shifted like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right. It kind gotcha, of gotcha. flung you to the sides. Yeah. So I'll... there was a moment where there was like a clear direction that right. he could have okay. gone. Um, yeah, did I guess uh, help out uh, Garrett since he's kind of hanging there? Okay. Um, he starts. He's cursing. Uh, he. Uh, he gets gets up and he says, oh, "Where did the prisoner go? I I need to retrieve him." Yeah, 
Well, he immediately climbs back up onto the gangway and starts marching in one just picks a direction. It's like go this way. And so he starts oh, looking around for well, any kind of my, evidence. My my guess is that he's going to be um, headed for the engine room. That'd be my guess as well. I think if he's if he's as close to a breakthrough as I think he is, then he will return to the scene of the crime. Right. Well, detective to avoid that compulsion. Detective Jenner is next to that door, and uh, it's not the not the, the immediate one, but that's the direction you want to go. Mm. Um, uh, the door is not locked, so you, you manage to turn the the thing, open it, and uh, step through. Uh, the room beyond uh, reeks. And you can see that part of this gangway also in here has broken. Uh, and uh, what you would have to do is maybe climb down a couple of feet, cross the room, and then climb back up onto what's left of the gangway over there. Okay. Except that the room is flooded and there is uh, dark, nasty, oily, stinky water in the room. Right. Is there like a, probably not, but is there a, like a board or anything I could like lay across? Uh, like, I, could I investigate the scene and look for something that would help me to uh, cross over the gap? Um, sure. No, eight. Okay. If there's nothing in here. Okay. Um, the most you could probably do is hold on to some of the machinery as you you cross, and you're not quite sure how deep the water is, but yeah. hopefully it's only a few inches or or a foot deep. It doesn't look like it should be that mm -hmm. much. Well, I'm concerned about him having gotten away from us, so I'm going to just push through and, and go. All right, go and you've got, your gun. Well, you've yeah. got your gun. You've got your gun. Officer Kostrov. You're all the way back on the other side. Yeah. Um, and that gangway is a little bit uh, rickety, obviously, at this point. Uh, the others are managing to get off of it. And, uh, are you guys following uh, Dr. I mean, uh, Detective Jenner? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. seems to be the only one who knows where to go. That makes the, the most sense. All right. So you guys are climbing on up over there. Uh, Officer Kostrov, what do you want to do? Well... I'm going to observe to see if I there's another way because I'm not risking going across. Okay. Again. So. Um, what is my nineteen? Uh, fifteen. Oh, very nice. Yes, you look over and there is a, uh, there are other hatches and you're pretty sure they're all, all through here. You should be able to just go through there and follow the second gangway and come out in that hatch. It looks like the two are probably connected. So you can okay. literally bypass this whole room. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. Um, and you've still got your flashlight. So yeah. that's not a problem. None of you lost 
Yeah. None of you lost your function. You have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah, I have that. Well, actually, no, I have the kitchen knife still. So you brought uh, the I'm kitchen like, knife into the boat. Yeah, I, I, I probably put it like I probably had my belt on around my trousers, so I probably just. Okay. Um. All right. So the three of you are on the other side, and you've opened up the door. Um. Detective uh, Jenner, uh, you're starting to cross the room. Mm -hmm. uh, the other two of you, you see the same situation. You are about three feet above what may be the floor, but there's there's nasty water all over it. And you see uh, Detective Jenner crossing. If you want to wait until I get to the other side, I can see if there's anything that will help you guys get across. Works for me. I look down at my rather expensive shoes and uh, say, yes, thank you. <laughs> Detective Jenner, um, you get about halfway across the room. You realize, of course, you can't see your feet. And you are you know, moving slowly, mainly because you don't want to trip on anything. Mm -hmm. And you, you put one of your feet forward, you don't feel any obstruction, and uh, you lean your weight on it, and all of a sudden, there is nothing there. And you fall forward uh, into this nasty liquid. Uh, you are suddenly up to your neck, and uh, you go under for just a moment. Um, Joshua, uh, Katz and uh, DeHamry, you're standing there and you see her go down and she falls into the water. And for a moment, the water is splashing where she goes down, but she doesn't come back up again. What do you guys want to do? You look around the, the room, kind of is it, uh, investigate the scene to, uh, yeah, to find any like poles or anything, even metal poles that I could grab and. Um, yeah, do an investigate. Okay. Or uh, what would that be? Um, I guess I investigate. Okay. 19. I have to ask a question. I'm going to say that you find, uh, you find a number of things that could be used, uh, pieces of broken railing um, that are, you know, 10 feet long. Uh, uh, meanwhile, Detective Jenner, do avoid harm. Oh. Uh, so uh, what are you going to do, uh, Prosecutor Katz? Are you going to climb down and... Yeah, I'll, I'll grab one of the, like, uh, pieces of railing, a, a long piece, and, and start slowly i guess not slowly but you know at a good pace going to where she fell and just kind of like put it in there to see if i can i don't know if it's something that she can grab onto if she's mm -hmm. there okay i got How an 18 you, you got an 18 all right mm -hmm. um when uh prosecutor cats when you get to the spot where you think she fell in and you're trying to find the hole that she must have fallen through can't seem to find the hole. Um, you keep banging against the bottom of the, the floor. It's a couple inches below, I believe, the water. 
um, and try as you might probing around, you you can't seem to find anything. I can't seem um, to find any. So, any so am, am I, okay, all right, thanks. Uh, it yeah, it's like there's there's no hole. Where did you go? It's not even deep. It's not even particularly deep. If if, if I see that he's having trouble, indeed, finding her, I'm I'm going to start making my way over there as well. I think. Okay. Officer Kostroff, you have gone through the little hatch, you've gone down the gangway, and, and you uh, see the second hatch, um, which you calculate is probably on the other end of the room, uh, and you go over to it and you twist the uh, thing, and it slides open, and you step through, and you suddenly find yourself stepping out of the wardrobe in the house, except that this room is completely furnished. The bed's made, it's neat and clean, the carpet's nice, the wallpaper is the old wallpaper that you saw, but it's in good condition. And the room smells like meatloaf. Detective Jenner, you are submerged in this nasty black, oily, viscous liquid and you're struggling. And for a moment you feel like your foot might be caught on something because you can't get to the surface as you're going. But then whatever it is breaks free or releases you and you splash up into the bathtub in the house that you were in just a little while ago. Only the bathtub is in perfect condition. Tiles are all in good condition. The uh, The house smells like meatloaf. The water like oily and black in the Yeah, bathroom. it's still oily and black. Mm -hmm. And uh, you find yourself gasping for air yeah. and, uh, and climbing out of the tub. Uh, Prosecutor Katz and Dr. DeHamry. Um, uh, can I just say I've taken my shoes off at this point. I'm, I'm holding carry my in. shoes, yeah. All right, not, you guys I don't are in know this... how much use I'm going to be now because I've got my briefcase in one hand and my shoes in the other. But... <laughs> I, I'm just going to take since since we're about in the area where we saw her disappear. Right. I'm just going to lean over the edge uh, carefully with the the pole, just kind of fishing around in, in the water, kind of yelling out Jenner's name. Yeah. You don't seem to find anything. Um, you keep. It's obvious when you're hitting metal. Um, because it clangs like metal and it doesn't seem to be particularly deep, maybe, you know, a few inches. Um, you keep scooting forward because maybe you're in the wrong spot. Mm -hmm. That's what you keep thinking. But you, you, find, you go all the way to the opposite side where you have to climb up to get to the door and there's, there's no hole. Where did she go? You have no idea. 
Um, Dr. DeHamry, uh, you're as perplexed as Katz is. What do you guys want to do? Um, I, I look back at the doctor and is, is Garrett still there? Is, is he still in here with us? Garrett went looking for the prisoner and seems uh, to have wandered so, off. Somewhere. Okay, great. Um, I, I look at the doctor and, and say, I, I, I can't find her. I, I, I don't know what, what happened. I, I, I think we need to go call for help. Yes, I think you're right. I, um, this is, uh, we've certainly lost control of this situation. We need to, yeah, we need to get some people in here right now. Do we think we can go back the way that we came with where the, the kind of gangway fell off or do we need to go back a different way? If you're careful, yeah. You should be able to go back that way. I, I, I say we go back the, the way that we came that we know how to get out of here or hopefully that way. And once we hit the surface, we can call somebody and you know get uh, search and rescue down here. Okay, if that's what you think is best. Yeah, and, let's. Um, I'll I'll let you lead the way. Okay, then I'll just carefully, you know, still with the pole as we're going, you know, down just to be sure, you know, I haven't missed anything with you know, flashlight in the other hand, just scanning the the oily water, and until you know we get to the end and start heading back up. All right. Um, I'd say without any difficulty, you managed to cross back to the other end of the room. Uh, you climb back up onto the, the, the remnants of the gangway and step into the other room uh, where the slightly broken gangway is. Uh, I would like you both to do uh, avoid harm. Is that what it is? Yeah, avoid harm as you cross the gang. Oh. Bang on 15. Right. Um, as you are crossing back on the gangway and it begins to groan and creak you kind of separate just a little bit so that you know, you're not putting all of your weight in the same spot. Um, it shifts just a little bit. And Prosecutor Katz, you once again grab a hold of the railing, as does Dr. DeHamry, and your flashlight gets knocked out of your hand in the process and falls onto the gangway. Uh, it rolls towards Dr. DeHamry, who reaches for it and tries to grab it, but it rolls off into the machinery. And you now have only the one flashlight, which Dr. DeHamry has. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to train the flashlight on, uh, on cats. So, so that he can, well, it, you know, it, it, not directly at him, but near him so that he can see enough to climb up. All right. Yeah. I, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll go slowly and, you know, get, get to a point where if, if I need to turn around and help her, I can. Dr. DeHamry, you're concerned and you're shining your light on Joshua so that he can climb up. 
and out of the corner of your eye, you see some movement um, coming from over by the machinery. And you realize there's somebody over there, not Franklin Mills, uh, but a girl, not a young girl, Josie. And she looks at you from around the machinery and then jumps back out of sight. Uh, you can do it, keep it together. Oh, well. Um, 16, 18. Very nice. You guys are having such great roles. <laughs> I'm um, just, I'm hard as nails. You, can, you grit your teeth and you stay on course. Yep. Cling on, I cling on to my Jimmy Choo's. Um, but your your flashlight vibrates for a moment, and uh, cats, you manage to climb back up. Um, Officer Kostrov, uh, you have stepped out into this room, and you can hear uh, something. Someone's downstairs. humming, you hear pots and pans maybe being moved around in the kitchen downstairs. Okay. I look back behind me from where I came from, the wardrobe. It's just an empty wardrobe. Um, I'm going to check for room, check under the bed and um, it's very clean. There's a picture picture of Jesus on the wall. You can hear music coming from downstairs. It sounds like Christian music, uh, gospel music being played. I'm gonna very, very carefully make my way towards the stairs. I'm not gonna go down. I'm just making my way towards. All right. Um, so as you are moving in that direction, a woman's voice comes from downstairs. She says, dinner's ready, come down. Okay. You have this weird feeling as if you were a kid and mom is telling you to come to dinner and there's a strong desire, a, a fear of disobedience, but it, it flows over you and then it sort of passes because you're an adult. This ain't your house. What the fuck? Um, I'm gonna stay at the top of the stairs. Uh, I, because of uh, the house is clearly from the bathroom, I'm going to open the bathroom door. Okay. Uh, bathroom is in good condition, uh, like brand new. Um, empty, and empty tub. Okay. I'm going to smell, just smell the air. Does it? About all you can smell is meatloaf cooking downstairs. 
It smells nice. Okay, I'm, I'm going to wait at the top for about another minute or so, just to see if I get another All right. response. Detective Jenner, uh, you were in the bathroom of the house, um, and a voice calls up the stairs. Come down for dinner. Dinner's ready. It's a woman's voice. And likewise, you can hear gospel music mm -hmm. and stuff coming from downstairs. I'm going to pat myself down. Do I have all my equipment? Gun, flask, pills, cigarettes, all that? Uh, you didn't avoid harm, didn't you? you you've got yes. a 16? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, have, you have all of your equipment. Uh, it's dirty. It's, it's, yeah, sure. You're sure. dripping nasty shit on the car on the on the tile okay i'm getting out of here i'm gonna exit the bathroom and kind of assess the situation on the rest of the house you are near the stairs you can see mm -hmm. down the hall uh, into the sitting room next to the, the master bedroom uh, but the house is in perfect condition it's all clean and neat mm -hmm. um, i rec i do recognize it though right oh yes. yeah oh yeah this yeah, is okay. definitely the house Okay. The house on uh, the the Bedford house, the uh, Mills house. It looks like gonna... it's 19, 1970s, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call out. Hello? Come downstairs now. Dinner's ready. Don't keep Who's me waiting. Who's that? Who are you? Uh, you 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 suddenly get this overpowering fear, and the 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 word that comes up the stairs is mother. Um, but you also feel compelled, okay. like 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 a mom's must, going like mom's it, going yeah. to be mad if you don't obey. Okay. Don't make me come up there. Mm. I, hmm, maybe like an act under pressure, like to keep myself from going down the stairs. Like, yeah, I think like, you could no. both do keep it together as yeah. well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, what the, what, my roles are on fire tonight. Same. Jesus Christ. Uh, where is, 17. Oh, and I've got a, uh, so that's 15, because I have uh, a minus. Minus, so, yeah. yeah, same. Right. You both are resisting the call to come downstairs. Um, all right, back to Cats uh, and to Hamry. Uh, you guys now have one flashlight. Um, you make your way back across to the door, and you try to find your way back up. And after a couple of moments, you realize that you must have made a wrong turn uh, because there should be a stairway here going up and there's not. There's a stairway going down. Maybe the stairway going up is around the corner. And you just so you start looking for it, um, but you just keep encountering more corridors and machinery. And very quickly, you start to realize you might be lost. Do, 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 no do, do you know where we're at I, I i guess i'll call out you know garrett see if there's any response no response 
Um, I don't know. I, I, we must have gotten turned around. I don't know where we're at. I'll look at my phone. Do, do, do I have a signal on my phone? There is no signal on your phone. All the metal in the, in the ship. Um, Maybe if we go down a level and along, then we can go back up. The, the, yeah, I, I guess. You know, that's seems to be the only way we haven't gone yet. I, mean, I, or... I don't really know how ships work or what the layouts are, but maybe that I, would work. I've never been on a ship this big, so it, it, it's worth a try. I mean, maybe we'll run into Kostrov too. He went in a different direction. Maybe we'll run into him. Yeah. So. All right. So you start off. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to put my shoes on, and I'm also going to take my, um, my pepper spray out and more for reassurance than defense. So you you start to move forward and Dr. DeHamry stops for a moment and takes her shoes and puts them down. They are expensive shoes. And um, Dr. DeHamry, you hear a noise from off behind you. And as you just in the in the moment that you glance back, you turn your flashlight and you look, you're pretty sure there's a man, not Franklin Knowles, but somebody you recognize. Um, it's pretty sure that it's Dermont. I'm gonna shine the, the light on him. And say to cats, can you can you see anyone down there? Um, cats, when you 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 turn and you've started to walk uh, when Doctor DeHamry uh, stops to put on her shoes, and then suddenly she takes the, the the flashlight and turns it off of you, so you're standing there in pitch darkness, and when you look back, she's not there. And Dr. DeHamry, when you look back towards Katz, he's not there. Um, am I still where I was before he yes. disappeared? And, and what about Dermont? What Dermont. Yeah, Dermont is there. And he, he looks at you. And he opens his mouth with a smile. And he has little sharp teeth. And he's like, why? Why did you do it? Why? We've come for you, doctor. And you can do it, keep it together. Uh, cats, you're suddenly in pitch darkness and you don't uh, know where the doctor has gone. I'll, first of all, I'll, I'll yell out, doctor, are, are you there? There's no response. All right, um, do I still have my video camera on me? Uh, yes. So I'll, I'll pull that out, kind of turn it on to at least use. So I, am, am I lucky enough that it has night sight on it, like night vision? Not 2015, sure. That's all right. So I, I'm kind of using that to you know look around and to make. I, I know it's not gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna give me you know a lot of vision, but at least you know somewhat. So I'm not. But you can see through it. Everything has got that kind of a green glow. Yep. Um, from the light thing and. You know your your face is lit up and it it casts an eerie green 
very strange sort of color all, all around you. Um, are you, you can see the spot where, where Dr. DeHamry was, at least you think so. This yeah, place uh, is so damn labyrinthine. I'll, I'll go there to that spot and, you know, just kind of look at, you know, because we're at, we're on the the gangplanks or whatever the, the right. walkway still right. just look around you know maybe she fell over or or something like that yeah you don't see any evidence of her um then if she's not answering for me calling out i'm just gonna slowly start making my way the, the same direction that i was going okay um as you are making your way in that direction you do see a stairs going up then say thank god and start you know climbing up the stairs as best i can okay mr kostroff um the voice from downstairs says don't be a bad boy you know what happens to bad boys Uh, Kostorov is kind of going to take a, a loud step, try to make it just down one step. So he hasn't started going. And then he's going to go back up. Okay. Um, your phone vibrates. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> As you, I'll, I'll, I'll just read it. Uh, a picture of Amy and Dominic uh, appear on the thing. They're in the kitchen, and Dominic, Dominic has a large whisk in his hands. The message is, we are making pancakes for dinner. Can't wait to see you. But you can see that in the background, there is a huge, dark, shadowy woman with an enormous meat cleaver. And she says, answer the phone. And the phone rings. Hello. Do you want to survive this? <laughs> yeah. Kind. Yeah, well, I want my family to survive this. You have one chance. I will not harm your family but you must bring me Franklin Mills or mother will be very upset. And the phone clicks. And suddenly you find yourself in the dark somewhere on the ship holding your flashlight and your phone. Detective Jenner. The voice says, come downstairs now. Dinner's ready. And you feel yourself, well, you feel yourself resisting. Mm -hmm. But all Happy. of a sudden, all of a sudden, it feels like the ground gives way from under you. 
and for just a moment you're falling, you have that reaction like you're falling, and you are suddenly in the kitchen, and you are sitting at a table, and directly across from you is a little girl dressed all in pink, Linda, uh, Lydia Gibbs, and there's a woman in the kitchen. She's cooking or cleaning the dishes, and there's really awful gospel music playing. There's religious iconography on the walls of Jesus, and like a fundamentalist Christian would have. And she says, Lydia has told me what a bad person you are. You're not real. None, none of this is real. And I'm going to like scramble back away from the table. Probably the chair clatters behind me as I like struggle to get away. She says, you can't get away. And you suddenly find yourself back in the chair in exactly the same thing as if your clattering didn't do anything. As if you jumped a moment back in time. And she says, she never lets you see her face. And she says, listen, all I want is Franklin Mills. I need him. You bring him here or you kill him and he'll come here, but I want him back. And if you do it, I will let you have William and the little girl back. Alive? Alive. As long as you promise to raise them as your own, to make up for the sin that you committed. Fine, yes, fine. Now eat your meatloaf. And she turns, you still can't quite see her face as she throws the meatloaf down in front of you. Looks delicious, it smells wonderful. I'm going to try to get up from the table again and go out the front door. Um, you jump up, you run towards the front door and open it. And as you step through, you are back on the ship. All right. <clears throat> Prosecutor Katz, uh, you are fumbling around in the dark and you think that you are making your way up, um, but you're pretty sure that you were not five flights down, but you've gone up five flights and you haven't encountered anything indicating that you're getting any closer. But as you, uh, as you sort of stumble forward, um, there's a light off in the distance uh, looks like a flashlight. Call out hello and, and slowly start making my way towards it. Detective Jenner hears you. Cats, cats, is that you? Jenner? Where, yes. Where, where are, are, is it, you have the light? Yes, that's it's me. Wait All right, so start, start heading towards her. Okay. What 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 happened? Where, where where were you? You you went into the water. I couldn't find you. Fucking Christ! I don't even know how to explain. I just want to get the fuck off this ship and find I, find Mills. I I can't 
we, I, I was with the doctor and lost her. I, I haven't seen Costro. I, I don't know what's going on. Costro, if you can hear somebody talking off in the distance. Hello? Hello? Anyone there? You, you hear Costro somewhere off in the distance. Costro! Where, where are you? Come, come, come towards the light. Come towards our voices. Dr. DeHamry. Um, three more people have appeared. Uh, you recognize Josie and Sarah and Kyle. They are all the same, but they're all different. They all have little sharp teeth and menacingly they're moving towards you. Uh, you, you don't know how it's possible, but you can see that there are signs on some of them of the damage they did to themselves. Uh, they, uh, they begin to move towards you and chase you uh, you become uh, a bit disoriented and you start uh, moving as quickly as you can along gangways running into the darkness. And you suddenly find yourself in a kitchen, sitting at a table, and mom is cooking dinner. And it's completely surreal how the hell did you get here you don't you don't understand how it is maybe you passed out maybe you're hallucinating maybe you've had a psychotic break or something and mother says i can call them off i can make them stop but you have to give me franklin mills dead or alive and i'll give you back william but you must raise him as your own. It all sort of makes weird sense. All right. If I have your word. She says, you have my threat. And all of a sudden you are also back on the gangway, just a couple of feet from the three others who are all standing there. And they're startled by your sudden appearance. They don't know where you came from. What the fuck? All right, well, I think possibly there's something in the air here. I agree with you. I think we need to either find Mills or get off this boat and put a phone call in. I don't... If you oh, can we, figure out how to get us out. We've, we've, got, we've got to find him. We can't... We need... I mean, just think of the, the, the ramifications. If, if we leave a, a, a 
notorious mass murderer. Right, you're right. You're right Doc. We'd all be out of ship. jobs. We're, yeah, We'd all be we'll out of be jobs. Ruined. We'll all be ruined. All right, all right. We, we have Let's to find, find him. him. You think the engine room is most likely? We couldn't, I didn't actually make it across to the engine room. Did you? No, no. Once you went down, we, we decided right. to head back. I got to the I got to the door, but I, yeah. Kostrov, you found a way around to the engine room, so we don't yeah. have to go. Okay, maybe we should yeah, just take that way. Typically, killers return to the scene of their crime, and as, as in this case, we've very much facilitated that. I'd, I'd expect him to do just that. Wow. All right, so you're going to attempt to make your way to the engine room. Yes. Let's have, let's see. Memorize all of these. Me. You start to uh, walk along, and things don't seem quite as confusing as they did before. Um, well, at least in one direction. Um, those of you who have the notion to maybe go back, um, things don't seem right in that direction. Uh, things ahead of you seem right. And as you are moving along, you get the feeling that there's something in the air, something following you or, or walking with you. Uh, but eventually you get yourself back on track. Uh, you find the room that you had to cross uh, with the water on the floor. There is no hole. Uh, you cross to the other side and open it and go through and uh, you're very sure that you are heading directly towards the engine room. Uh, Detective Jenner, you, at first you start to hear what sounds like scratching behind the walls, but then you start to hear a little, wee little voice off in the darkness that sounds like a little boy crying. William? William, is that you? It continues. And as you move on, you can all sort of hear it. We need to, we need to hurry. Yeah, I How is that been possible? down here for months. We gotta, I, maybe he's been drinking this disgusting water or something. I don't know. I'm gonna like hurry to the, to the sound. Okay. Well, there's only so many ways you can go. You are heading towards the engine room. Uh, you finally get to the last door, the door that you know opens to the engine room, uh, because you've been there. Uh, you open up the door, and uh, it's a it's a fairly large room. Uh, you can see the, the the gigantic engines that are there. Um, Officer Kostrov, you can see the spot where you were tied up and or or chained, handcuffed. You can also see the spot where the mother had been butchered and it starts to come back to you that she was completely 
butchered. She was chopped into pieces. Her entrails had been torn out. But she was somehow still alive. And uh, you need to do a keep it together as you're standing yeah. here. Um, I'm probably starting to hear the screaming. <laughs> Jenner, you, you also recall all this. You recall your, your partner getting shot um, and finding this woman that we've been butchered and finding Kostrov. Um, and finding Franklin Mills more or less completely unharmed, but in a, a sort of catatonic state. And you and Kostrov both seem to think there might have been something else here, something large and dark. And you can both remember hearing the little boy crying off somewhere. Um, Construct got a five. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say that you um, you feel a great deal of emotional trauma to a negative two to your stability. Where does that put okay. you? Uh, that puts me at uh, anxious. Yeah. Okay, so you're anxious. Critical stress. <laughs> Dr. DeHamry, um, I would like you to do an avoid harm as Franklin Mills comes leaping out from behind a piece of machinery uh, within a, in an attempt to clobber you with a, an iron pipe. That he's got. I've, I've got an 11. All right. Um, he brings the pipe down on you and it hits you on the shoulder uh, but it doesn't de 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 you know, uh, incapacitate you. Um, it knocks you to the floor and you take, uh, you take one harm. Um, cats, you're standing next to her and uh, it startles you and you sort of pull away, but you can do something if you want. Uh, the rest of you are sort of semi-recovering from your thing, but you suddenly see that Frank Mills is there and he's attempting to scramble to the door and get the hell away from where you guys are. Um, I'm going to pull my gun and scream at him, Mills! Don't go any further, Mills, or I'll shoot! Backing away. He's not listening? He's not listening. Yeah. Mills, last warning! Swear to God, I'm going to shoot you! Um, he's at the door. He's getting all right. Point. Then I'm going to take a shot if I can. All right, him. do a uh, engage in combat. Okay. Oof. Eight. Oh, eight. Your attack uh, mm. doesn't go as anticipated. Uh, 
so you miss, it ricochets off the wall and uh, he dives for the door, but he also dives to sort of get out of the way. And for a moment he loses his footing, uh, but he's still a little ways ahead of you. What do you guys do? What do the other ones do? Well, I'm obviously still suffering from a bit of stress right now, so I'm not trying to block out. But if I get a moment to block out whatever stress I'm having, I will try to push forward towards Mills. Okay. Are you going to try to attack him? Yeah. Actually, well, I also have the knife. I assume I probably brought the knife over there. Yep. You said that you had it. So, yeah, let's go for that. Um, Cats and, and Dehamry, you can act under pressure if you want to do something. You just need um, to tell me what you want to do. I'm, I'm going to try and scrabble to my feet and head after Mills. Yeah, I guess same. Try to tackle him if I can. Okay. If I can, if I can capture and escape. I... Uh, Lunatic, then that's I got my career 13. 13 and engaging combat because I assume that's what happens. Um, you bring the knife down on his ankle and go through, but he is going to swing that pipe at you in an attempt to hit you. Um, I got a 13 if you want to try to avoid damage. Avoid harm. Avoid harm. 14. Okay, he hits you with it. Uh, It does one harm, but it doesn't incapacitate you. By now... Uh, Joshua and Dehamry, you've scrambled up. Felicia, you can't take another shot because you'll might hit one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do the two of you want to do? Grab him, subdue him, hit him. Yeah, I was gonna try to grab him. I rolled a thirteen on act under pressure. Okay. Um, All right, you've got a hold of his leg, uh, which you can keep a hold of, but he could kick you in the face if you continue to hold him. Yeah. Unless somebody uh, else. Dr. DeHenry, what did you? Um, I, I rolled a 12 on Act Under Pressure. Um, okay. I'm going to attempt to use the... Uh, the syringe of tranquilizer that I've got ah. and inject him with the tranquilizer. Okay. So you manage, you, you pretty much, you guys are scrambling on top of him. Um, to hammer, you've, you've landed uh, the syringe right in his buttock. You jammed it in there. Uh, uh, but he is also, he is still swinging that pipe. So he is going to attempt to hit you with it. Um, yeah. He's 
swinging it wildly into the tube. <laughs> you guys managed to knock the pipe out of his hand. All right, he is immediately coming under. He's getting groggy, but he's also struggling. He's like, no, no, what have you done? No. I, I might possibly put that in um, his sciatic nerve by mistake. Say that again. I might have put that in his sciatic nerve by mistake if it went into ah. the buttock. Um, careful. So um... he starts screaming, "No, no, she's going to get me now! You've ruined everything! You've ruined everything! I have to get away! I have to get away!" And this shadow begins to move into the room. Um, you feel an icy coldness uh, from it. And uh, you have an immediate aversion. It smells like meatloaf. Uh, and it's moving across the wall and towards where Franklin Mills is lying on the ground. His, uh, he's unable to move because he's kind of pinned by the knife to the ground. And would you guys get off of him? Or what do you do? This is it's moving towards you. If you, um, I, I think if it's if it's moving towards me, I'm gonna I'm gonna get away from that. I don't. All right. You can see it has the shape of a woman. I think that would be my reaction to to, you know, get the hell away from it. Yeah, to get to get away, not knowing what the hell is going on. So as you were there. And you, you sort of roll back away from it. This shape sort of, it almost flares out like wings and it wraps itself around Franklin. And you hear this nightmarish voice uh, that says, you've been such a bad boy. Now come home to mother. And he's gone. There's nothing there. Franklin Mills is vanished. And you hear a little boy crying somewhere behind you. Um, and you can see in between bits of the machinery that there is a little boy. I'm pretty sure it's William Bedford. I'm going to go to him. William, William, come, come on, come on. It's okay, he, please. He it's is okay. absolutely terrified of you um, and cowering in the corner. Uh, he's pale, um, but he's alive. Mm. Um, you manage after a few moments to restrain him and, and get him out. Mm -hmm. And uh, you all manage to rather easily find your way back up to the surface. Uh, it's cold, it's raining, but you managed to get him this. into the, the cars, one of the cars. Do we find the other guard? You don't. Um, but eventually, uh, backup arrives. He's probably called. And Nobody's exactly sure what happened to Franklin Mills or the guard. 
but you found William Bedford. William Bedford does not have any family. Um, what are you guys going to do about that? Well, the mother said that I needed to raise him. I don't have a very stellar record with my issues. I don't know if those are cataloged or not, but I suppose I could apply to do some kind of like fostering or adoption, something like that. Astrop, anything? Yeah, well, not with, not with him. I, uh, I'd be more focused on getting back to my own family, to be fair. Um, cats and to Henry. Is there anything you want to do? Well, now, um, I, I also feel that I could quite conceivably um, take over the well-being of, of this child. And um, to which I would add that I already have quite well-established contacts with Child Protective Services and uh, and um, similar um, departments, as well as a, obviously an, a, a, an understanding of the psychological needs of a child who's been through that degree of trauma. Well, I would so, say uh, that if there develops a bit of a competition between the two of you, Dr. To hammer, you're going to win because you've got the influence. Oh, then I will definitely use that influence. All right. So you gain custody of William. So here's a bit of an epilogue. Um, Kostrov, you are not able to pass your re-exam. So you don't become a cop, but you do eventually manage to get work and any difficulties you have with your wife and your son, you manage to patch up. You live pretty much a fairly decent life after that. Maybe even more decent than you would have otherwise because of your very strange experience. Um, prosecutor Katz, uh, um, you write a book um, changing all of the details, uh, but uh, you become a little bit famous and you, uh, you gain some notoriety and you eventually work your way up and become a politician, um, a fairly successful one. Detective Jenner, um, uh, a year or so after the events of this thing, you are arrested uh, because they discovered your illegal connection to uh, a number of gangs, uh, that you've been taking bribes, that you are addicted to pills, that you are an alcoholic, um, although they never find out your deep darkest secret. And you do end up in uh, you end up in penitentiary, where 
you can tell me whether you survive in there because you are a police. <laughs> uh, we'll say that she manages to just end it all herself. She spirals. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and Dr. DeHamry, you, not sure how this goes, but very, very soon after William sort of calms down and you attempt to treat the psychological damage that's been done to him, you realize that there is something very wrong with William, that something that this is the kind of a kid that's going to grow up to be a psychopath. And the longer you keep him, the worse it gets um, to the point where he almost manages to take control of you uh, in his little schemes and machinations. Um, you're afraid that he could say things that would get you in trouble um, but you're kind of trapped, you're trapped in that um, because you've also become famous from writing all this up in books and psychological journeys. And that's kind of the way, kind of where you end up. I'm not sure how you can tell me where it ends up after that. But, um, you begin to fear this boy as he becomes a man. I think that slowly I, I realize that I've uh, made a very, very bad mistake, but I'm forced to live with it. And eventually I become that, I just that, I just become another pawn in his game. And that's more or less the end of our story. So now you probably want some explanation. Um, Franklin Mills, uh, his father uh, left when he was five. Uh, his mother uh, was a nurse practitioner, um, now having to raise two children. She became incredibly harsh and domineering. She uh, uh, became very religious and uh, she isolated the three of them to the point where it, 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 uh, Franklin started taking it out on people at school and he didn't have any friends or anything like that. Um, eventually, as he got a little older in, in his teens, he'd had enough of it. He was 15, he left, uh, he just up and left. Uh, he ended up getting into drugs and prostitution and uh, all sorts of things. Um, his mother uh, felt completely betrayed once again. And she decided to lock the little girl up in the closet so that she could never leave. And of course she starved to death in the closet. And all of this pain and suffering uh, drew the attention of a nephrite, uh, a sort of dark servant, demon, angel thing uh, that was uh, connected to 
one of the archons, one of the uh, the death angels. And this thing uh, began to take over the mother's life. It latched onto her soul and it began whispering into her ears and making her do all sorts of things. She eventually she's locked up in prison. Uh, she, uh, uh, when she's in prison, Franklin finds out that his sister's been murdered and his mother's in prison. And he visits them for, for just one time. And in their confrontation, the mother blames him. Uh, he blames himself, but he also blames her. And the nephrite latches onto his soul. So she kills herself. And this thing in the guise of his mother starts haunting him. And it haunts him year after year after year. And then one day, Franklin, who's working as a you know, deconstruction on ships and, and stuff like that, he meets an old Russian fellow, Sergei. And Sergei knows a little bit of death magic. And Sergei teaches him this ritual. And the ritual involves him finding a surrogate, a boy, and putting him through all the pain and suffering that he went through in order to trick the Nephrite into thinking that it's him. And then he can escape. And part of it will erase his memory so that he can't remember who he is. And that will make him completely safe. Even if he dies, not remembering, he'll escape the Nephrite. But it all has to do with him not remembering who he is. So what you guys did was you started breaking that down and he started remembering. And when he did, the, especially when you got to the ship, the Nephrite realized, that's where he did the ritual. The Nephrite realized that he had escaped. And so it wanted him back. It didn't want William, it wanted Franklin. And that was your exchange. You guys made the exchange with him. Except that the Nephrite wasn't an idiot. The Nephrite planted a seed in William as well. So that once William had gotten out and you guys started to raise him, she had a connection through him where she could do all kinds of evil and, and continue her evil machinations. And that's pretty much the story. Now, the fun of this game was that you all had deep, dark secrets. Well, sort of. Um, Prosecutor Katz, uh, Tyler, what was your... Um, my deep, dark secret was that my... Uh, so I came from a affluent, uh, wealthy family whose uh, father had, my father had died when I was, I think, like seven or eight or something like that. My mother became an alcoholic. Um, and uh, it got to the point where when I was older, she was starting to embarrass the family. And she would, it was kind of a cycle where she would come to me and, you know, I would kind of, you know, show my sympathy and that would keep her until it finally got to the breaking point. And, you know, the last time I, told her I didn't love her anymore. Uh, and uh, she uh, ended up killing herself that night. So that, that was my dark secret. But uh, to, when that happened, instead of feeling sorrow or guilt, I felt relieved and liked the outpouring of sympathy. Um, Kostrov. Well, my, mine's more to do with the situations, uh, like full on. Uh, basically, he witnessed the uh, ritual, and he was—he saw this woman was 
being butchered, but she was still screaming and screaming, and he always had that screaming in his ears. And yeah, he was really, pretty unstable. That's really his. That's his dark secret that he was tortured and witnessed the butchering. And Detective Jenner. Uh, I uh, hit and killed a young girl while uh, in a drunk driving accident late one night. Uh, Lydia Gibbs, which is the specter that haunted me a couple of times. And I kind of blame Kostroff for the death of my partner. Well, she left She left the little girl. Oh, yeah, I did. I, like, I totally left her. I, it was hit and run. I couldn't. I tried to save her. Couldn't. So I just left. And then the best one of all, Dr. <laughs> I enjoy the sensation of having control over other people's lives to the extent that I have uh, engineered the suicides of four of my patients. Fuck. <laughs> but right. can I just say as well that it also says that um, uh, I'm itching to find another vulnerable person and gain control, gain power over their life, which was why I pushed so hard to adopt the child. So I very much got my comeuppance there, I think. <laughs> You're also probably uh, wondering if you could do it to Costco as well. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> probably could have. Um, I was unstable enough, you probably could have. But I was I was very much intending that um, if it, if I got if I got a hold of Mills if Mills was uh, was placed under my care I would be able to not only not only do that but also uh, make a very lucrative career out of uh, out of it at the same time. she was a wrong one. <laughs> really. I feel like Kostrov wasn't the, like that bad of a guy. <laughs> like no, he's totally he wasn't one. particularly. No, <laughs> no, he was more, more of a victim. <laughs> before we end, because I know rules demons for court will be in the comments. So Tom, you don't actually have to roll a single thing. <laughs> well, I know, I I know that, but there just came that moment when I thought, well, does he succeed or not? You know. Well, that comes from the technically it comes from the players. So you would get one of us to roll and your like and your whatever or I see. Yeah. And, but well I am still learning, so exactly. That's why um, I didn't really say anything in game because I you know, it's not really a problem. It's it's, just... it's quite a bit different than Call of Cthulhu, you know. It's still a lot of narration and storytelling. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Oh, and, uh, um, anyway, let me go ahead and finish and we can talk afterwards. Our players included Tyler Hudak, Nick Swan, Holly Buto, and Josh Harwood, and uh, with myself as the, key, the keeper of, I'm not the keeper of the secrets, I'm the game master in this game. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of game playing game mastery. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production. In order to create a ritual listener experience, we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. 
like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest channels, and leave us some comments we enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another deadly and disturbing role-playing session in the horrific universe of Cult Divinity Lost. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Thank you.